Hello and welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I am your host, Stephanie, and you are in for a treat today. In today's bonus episode, I am bringing on Dorenda Wilson. She is just incredible. She's an author, speaker, and podcaster, and she has written three books. I have read two of them. The last one is on my list. So Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart is a devotional. The four-hour school day is about homeschooling. And then the unhurried homeschooler, again, about homeschooling. Dorenda is a homeschooling mom. She is married and has eight children who she's homeschooled the whole way. And she's all about being unhurried and keeping things simple. And she comes at it from a biblical perspective I am so honored that she came on the podcast. You are going to learn so much from Dorenda. She is just a ray of light in this world. She brings just this biblical perspective to everything she discusses. She's very passionate about homeschooling and encouraging moms. So whether you're a homeschooling mom or not, I know you're going to enjoy this conversation because we talk about what it means to be an unhurried mom in general and how that applies to homeschool and she has many words of wisdom for all of us young moms out there and moms that maybe have older kids too you don't just have to be a mom with young kids to benefit from this conversation Dorenda just shares a wealth of knowledge here and I'm just so grateful that she's here She also is giving away one of her books, The 4-Hour School Day. So if you're a homeschooling mom or you want to be, you're interested, definitely enter this giveaway. I have just learned so much from this book, and I know you will too. So the link is in the show notes. You can go to bit.ly forward slash 4-Hour School Day, and you can enter the giveaway. So without further ado, let's hear from the lovely and inspiring Dorenda Wilson. Welcome to the podcast, Dorenda. Hey, thanks so much for having me. You're so welcome. This is so exciting. I absolutely love your podcast <laughs> well, and you. um, your devotional, your book. Um, so everyone, Dorenda Wilson, if you don't know about her, incredible. And just such a fresh perspective on motherhood and homeschooling. And I just really recommend you all check out her podcast and books and all of that will be in the show notes. But let's chat today about becoming an unhurried mom and Mm -hmm. also an unhurried homeschooler. So Mm -hmm. some of the listeners, uh, maybe homeschooling moms, maybe not. Um, So we'll just start with kind of in general, what it means to be an unhurried mom and you know, listening to your podcast, the Dorenda Wilson show, I, you know, know that this is very strongly part of your mission Mm -hmm. is to just encourage moms, especially young moms like me and a lot of the listeners, um, to just really slow down, soak in this time with our kids and just really simplify our lives. So Mm -hmm. you take it away, Dorenda. What does it (laughs) mean to become an unhurried mom? (laughs) <laughs> well, first of all, the the reason that I talk about it so much is because I struggled with it and have struggled with it. Um, but the one thing that um, I just, you know, the Lord was gracious to show me years and years and years ago was um, 
just that I wanted to enjoy these years with my kids and I wanted my kids to enjoy their childhood. And I knew that a big part of that, it was just sort of intuitive that that meant that we could not be in a hurry all the time. We, you know, there are, and there's a difference between being productive and being hurried. So when I talk about unhurried, it is, is somewhat a physical thing where we have, you make sure that we're leaving plenty of margin in our days. We're, we're simplifying. We're not having to do all the things. Um, we're keeping a simple, you know, routine at home, especially when our kids are younger. That's so important, but it's, it's important when they get older too. Um, but really a lot of it has to do with the state of our heart. You know, we can be busy and productive, but where's our heart? Is it peaceful? Are we feeling like we are being led or are we being driven? Those are two very, very different things. Um, it's, you know, actually in my nature to be really productive. And sometimes that turns into hurry. And so God knew that that was a struggle that I had or would have. And so he, he spoke to me early on about slowing down. And, and, and the big thing for me was like, I really, like I mentioned before, wanted to enjoy my kids. And I thought, how can I enjoy them if I'm doing 10 million things? And so it was always a mm -hmm. constant, it was a discipline in my life, really, um, to make a point to keep going back to this over and over again. Now, let me just fast forward. And now I am I have two kids at home. One is 19. She works, you know, pretty much full time. I, you know, so it's, she's just pretty much an independent adult. And my 17 year old is still homeschooling, but again, very independent. So I'm kind of like definitely in the next season of life. Um, and God is still um, putting the brakes on me. Last year, I had a very, very busy year. And I'm telling you, uh, he just like, recently made it very clear that I need, I cleared my schedule. I usually do conferences and, um, you know, I was thinking about another book. Um, you know, I do a lot of stuff in the, especially in the spring and early summer. And it was like, God was like, no. And so I have one conference scheduled in June. That's it. Everything else is cleared off. And, um, and, and he definitely got my attention to, to, to get me to do that. But this is what's happened all along the way. I, I would notice that, you know, things were not okay with the kids, you know, stuff was going on. Maybe that, you know, they're acting out a lot and it was becoming like the rule and not the exception, you know, cause you always have, you know, that all is always going to go on with kids off and on. Yes. But when it starts to become a regular thing, I would step back and go, what is going on? And so much of the time it had to do with me just being too driven and, and me pushing the kids or me not keeping the boundaries um, for the kids as far as discipline goes. That was a lot of the times that was it because I got myself busy. I was missing things that I needed that God wanted me to be dealing with, with my kids. Like he wanted me to make sure that I was mm -hmm. keeping the boundaries that I had established and I had somehow let those go or you know, let him go out a little bit and we needed to rein things back in. So I would literally, if I really, if I felt it was necessary, I gave myself permission to lay the schoolwork down and we just went back to, okay, um, are they following directions? Are they, you know, I would sit back and watch what's happening when they're doing their chores in the morning. It's like, okay, I see what's happening here. But again, that's that slowing down. 
set my agenda mm. aside and pay attention to what's going on with my kids because something isn't right. And it was my job. It's our job as moms. We are the hub of the home. We're the ones who set the tone in the home. Um, we're responsible, obviously, a lot of the time for the discipline and setting the boundaries and training the children. And so that's a privilege, but it's also a responsibility. And that means that we don't just get to do our own thing. We are committed to this. And for me, and I think for a lot, for, for every mom, it looks like this. We've got to be willing to lay things down and slow our hearts down and listen for the Lord's voice. I know I would, I would pray, say, Lord, what's going on with these kids? Like, show me what's happening here. And he would always encourage me to just like, not be too busy and just watch and listen. And I would, he would dial it in for me and I would know, okay, it's this one and this one right here. These guys need to be, these guys need to be dealt with, you know, when there's eight of them, you're, you're, you're never yes. really sure who, where did this, you know, why did, why is, why are all these little skirmishes? Why do they keep happening? And and then I finally sat back and watched and there was one kid that was like the provoker. He was going around just getting everybody going and he would just go from group to group. <laughs> I'm like, what are wow. you doing? So, but if I hadn't taken the time, I wouldn't have known, you know, I would have maybe disciplined the wrong kid. I would have, you know, made assumptions. So, um, but all that to say, um, our work is actually uh, we are actually more productive when we are not in a whirling dervish. You know, we're not efficient mm -hmm. when we work like that. We're not, um, you know, working from a place of peace and rest is so much different than working from a place of chaos. And so um, just not having that frantic heart, I think, is the big thing. Um, mm -hmm. When we find ourselves uh, feeling fearful or doubtful or stop be willing to stop and listen. You know, maybe we can't write in the moment, but make a point of being intentional and stopping and saying, Lord, what is going on here? Will you show me why I'm feeling fearful about this or why I'm feeling fearful in general or anxious in general? You know, we'll have feelings of anxiety, but we're not really sure where they came from. And so if we can just stop and say, Lord, where's that coming from? And a lot of times, um, you know, it's just, something that just we're meditating on and we don't even realize it. And so it, again, it's that slowing down and saying, um, you know, just being led by the Lord. And that requires us to dial back our own agenda and be willing to yield to what the Lord has for us. That's so, wow. So much wisdom there. And one of the things I wrote down, Dorenda, was we don't just get to do our own thing. No. That stuck out to me very strongly because I think that's countercultural. Um, as you know, moms were told that we need to take care of ourselves first, which mm -hmm. in some ways I agree. I mean, if you're starving, <laughs> let's say you're like not really starving, but really hungry, right? And sometimes I do feed myself before I feed the kids because I think I'm about mm -hmm. to lose it because I am so hungry. Right. So there are practical right. ways that we do have to take care of ourselves first, but I think we have to be really careful. Don't you, that, you know, our culture Absolutely. can often tell us to, you know, seek what's good for us and, you know, make yourself happy and these things that maybe sound fine. Right. But they're not actually biblical. Mm -hmm. And Jesus right. told us to, you know, take up our cross. So I don't think, you know, obviously he wants us to feel joy. I mean, that joy is talked about in the Bible so much, you know, we're meant to rejoice, but in the Lord, 
you know, not in the right. things of the world. And, and so can you just elaborate a little bit more on, we don't just get to do our own thing and yeah. how does that tie in with motherhood in general? And then now let's also talk about becoming an unhurried homeschooler, because I think anybody listening and I can attest to this, so much of your homeschool day, you don't get to just do your own thing because you right. have to lay down what you maybe wanted to do that morning in service of educating your kids. So right. yeah, let's just talk about that a little bit. Well, I want to go back to that verse you mentioned about picking up your cross. Um, yes. what, the other part of that verse is denying yourself. Yes. And so hard. Part of motherhood. It is self-sacrificing. And mm-hmm. only you know when your self-sacrifice is what God is calling you to do or when you're being a martyr, you know, because there are a lot of moms who, you know, and I've been guilty of this where I push myself way too much and it wasn't wise. That's not exercising wisdom. So I like to look at our days um, as moms, as uh, we're stewarding our energy, we're stewarding the amount of energy we have every day. So if you're newly pregnant and your energy level is going to be a fraction of what it normally is. And you're not going to be able to get done what you would normally do. So don't expect that. Um, and ask the Lord for wisdom as to how to steward the little bit of energy that you do have. And because God is sovereign, like he is sovereign over the fact that you're pregnant. Only he creates life, right? Only he creates life. So if he put life in you, it's because he wanted that baby to be there. And right. so there is intention and there's purpose there. You're growing a baby. I love that little meme that says, hey, I grew a kidney today. What did you do? You know? Yes. I love that too. <laughs> so good. So, um, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, what you're doing in that, in that time is you're, you are denying yourself. You're laying your own body down to grow another child, you know, another person. And so remember your body is doing things, important things right now. Does it mean we get to feel sorry for ourselves? It means we get to rejoice that we actually get to do this. Like nobody else can do this except women, right? We all know that's true. Um, you know, and so this is a, an honor that God has bestowed on us as women. And, and he gives us the strength to do it. He gives us the strength to go through it. I mean, when I was laying on the couch with our seventh, pregnant with our seventh. And I remember laying there and all these little kids are running around, six other kids. I'm laying there like, I have never felt this level of exhaustion in my life. And I'm laying on the, and I'm trying to like stay awake because I'm like, I can't go to sleep. Someone has to supervise the children. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, but anyway, I, it was just, it was just a moment that I never forgot, but God just, he takes care of us. He takes care of our kids. I remember feeling so crummy and thinking, how am I going to homeschool these kids? I mean, I'm just, you know, what, what can I actually get done? And, um, you know, am I, am I, um, you know, doing them a disservice and God would remind me, no, you are doing something important right now. Trust me. And so I would say, Lord, I'm going to do my best today, but I'm going to trust you to be these kids teacher. So whatever activity they're doing or however they're playing, would you just teach them? And unfailingly, like at the end of the day, I would be talking to them about what they, you know, things they played in. Cause I didn't, wasn't involved in all of it. You know, I didn't always know exactly what every single kid was doing and what they were taking in. And so they would tell me and I would be like, Oh my goodness, 
they are learning without me. And Mm -hmm. that gave me a lot of confidence to realize that I don't have to teach them everything. Okay, I'm interrupting this incredible interview really quickly to tell you about today's sponsor. So, Abundance of Grace Prints. Marie is the shop owner. Check her out on Etsy. And she has these beautiful prayer cards, canvas totes, um, print printables. So like, you know, prints that you frame. So beautiful. So many amazing resources. Stickers. Beautiful stickers that encourage you in your faith and encourage your children too. So amazing. So Marie um, started Abundance of Grace to provide you, friend, with access to the beauty of the Catholic faith through scripture, tradition, and the saints. She hand designs and letters every item in the shop when her littles are taking their naps. Sound familiar? She's a mom just like you. Every item in the shop has a story behind it, an inspiration from the Holy Spirit or lives of the saints, and Marie's hope is that every item reminds you of the abundance of love and grace our Lord has for you. So you can find her on Etsy and Instagram at Abundance of Grace Prints. I will make sure the links are in the show notes to check out her shop. Also, she's giving 15% off for my listeners. This is the coupon code 500 seconds. That's 500 and then in all caps, seconds, S-E-C-O-N-D-S. And this code is good from February 4th, 2022 to February 28th, 2022. So make sure, go check out Marie's shop, Abundance of Grace Prints, and use that coupon code 500 seconds for 15% off. Thank you so much, Marie, for sponsoring today's episode. And if you're a newsletter subscriber, you'll see the beautiful image she created just for my friends on the monthly happy mail list. So if you want to get that image and be on the list, go to bit.ly forward slash monthly happy mail. Again, all the links are in the show notes. And thank you again, Marie. Abundance of Grace prints. Check them out. And thank you for listening to this little info, (laughs) this little blurb about our sponsor. Okay, back to the show. Like they're going to learn so much just experimenting on their own and playing and things like that. And that's what allowed me to be even more convinced that taking an unhurried approach was just fine. And these kids were going to be just fine because they are learning all the time. Um, John Mm -hmm. Holt wrote a book uh, called learning all the time. And I would highly recommend it. I don't agree with every single thing he says, because I feel like he kind of puts kids a little bit on a pedestal. Like Mm -hmm. you let them make all their own decisions. And I don't agree with that. We're, we are Mm -hmm. here to train our children. That's what God tells us to do. But at the same time, he really, Uh, reveals through his studies and things that, and just observing children, how much they learn on their own. And that was so, that is so freeing to me just to, to have experienced that myself early on. And so um, that's why I knew it was safe and it was okay for me to take an unhurried approach when it came to our kids homeschooling. And so I made sure, you know, I, I realized that they needed, we needed margin in our day because for instance, you know, like 
I, I built in margin in the mornings so that I had time to do, deal with any discipline issues along the way, because they're going to happen. If I build margin into my day for that, then I don't get frustrated because I'm hurrying to the next thing. I go, oh, no, I gave myself time for such a, a, these occasions and I can take my time and, and do the discipline well and do the training well. If I'm hurried and I've got this checklist I'm, that's unreasonable that I'm trying to meet, um, I am not going to do that well. And God calls us to train our children. So that's actually a higher priority than the math book. Um, obviously, we eventually want to get to the math book. But this is why I homeschooled the way I did, because I knew that I couldn't have them do chores, which I thought was, I know is actually, you know, now that I'm, I knew it then, and I really know it now, chores are very important for teaching kids responsibility. And that is part of their education. And so, um, I can't do all the work myself in the house. They need to participate. And obviously when they're younger, you're just, it takes more time than it is benefit, but eventually it pays off and you've got good workers who can accomplish so much and they're so helpful and they know how to do lots of different things. That's part of their education. So we can't look at that like, oh, we're not in the books. So therefore this is not part of their education. This is a side dish. No, 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 no. I can tell you with all of my kids as adults, it is a main dish because these kids are the hard workers and they have gotten really good jobs and they have very good reputations and they actually just really stand out in their age group of people because of the work ethic that they have. So no, don't dismiss the chores as just an extra thing. It is a main thing. You know, the math is good, the language and the reading, all that's good and you need those things. But those chores and that responsibility and the discipline are all just, well, probably, like I said, more important. That's helpful because uh, thinking about my homeschool day, so many times we don't, you know, quote, start with our books and just different, mm -hmm. um, you know, reading stuff and handwriting and all of the things that I want to focus on, which is very simple because I can't handle complex. I can only handle simple, you know, mm -hmm. just math and reading and writing and religion. Um, that's it. But, um, yeah, so often I think to myself and I bet a lot of listeners think this too, that you're not doing enough, right? You're not, mm -hmm. you're not being enough. You're not doing enough. And you know, what did you even accomplish this morning? But you're so right that when we slow down and take the time to get down at our kids level and talk with them with love and kindness and respect and teach them about what it means to be patient and wait mm -hmm. their turn for things. That's why mm -hmm. I think siblings are so awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, you have to wait for your turn and, um, yeah, I just see that they're building their character. And like you said, with the chores, it's just so, so right. good for them. I completely agree. And I think that's just a really good perspective shift to think that, hey, I'm home with them, teaching them all morning. Okay, we didn't open um, a book to homeschool until 1 p.m. That was my reality today, actually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um and that's okay. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. I think, I think us moms need to give ourselves a little bit more credit for the training that we're doing. Yes. And, and if we can slow down enough to just be there, yes. I think, um, so often I was telling you, I'm running this phone challenge next week. Um, and so often we just, we forget 
to just slow down and put the phone down. Um, so really right. quickly in this last minute or two, let's just talk very quickly about solitude and why, you know, we need to put the distractions aside when we do have a moment mm-hmm. to be silent with God and to find that solitude. Um, let's just encourage all the listeners, me too, probably you need to encourage yourself, right? <laughs> we all need this encouragement <laughs> right. to slow down to not hurry, to not focus on the checklist so much and to just get still, have that time to think and be silent and especially be quiet with God. And so let's just end the last few minutes talking about that and then maybe just offer a scripture or two for the moms listening just to chew on throughout the rest of their day. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why the unhurried mentality, just always going back to that. Um, is so important because that's when you're going to hear from the Lord Um, in the stillness, in the quiet. The Bible talks a lot about his still small voice and um, just taking the time to um, be quiet before the Lord and ask him, Lord, you know, show me my own heart as a mom. Um, How do you want to direct me? Show me if there's anything um, that my kids need in terms of, you know, encouragement, discipline, quality time, whatever, you know, and just, and just be waiting for him because at the end of the day, he is going to give you that wisdom because James one says that if you lack wisdom, um, just ask of God and it will, and he'll give it to you, but you have to believe and not doubt. And sometimes that means we wait a little while. We may have to wait, just pray and just leave that prayer with the Lord. And then he'll, he'll lay something on our heart later in the day when we're folding laundry or whatever. Um, But it is so important because God has made us the moms of these kids. He intentionally put us together. He has a plan and he has a purpose. And we want to make sure that we are walking in that purpose. And so we're being good stewards of our energy um, as moms. We're, we're, um, you know, managing our household well, and we are um, training our children well. Um, These are all things that we need wisdom from the Lord on. And um, I think that one of my favorite scriptures is um, that scripture in Matthew 11, um, 28, uh, 28 to 30. And I don't usually read it out of the message uh, version, but um, this particular, the way that it's worded is just so beautiful. It says, um, are you tired and worn out? Come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Now, that doesn't mean that we're not going to have, you know, a lot to do. Or sometimes there there is that feeling of, you know, it's just not going to be ill-fitting is what I'm saying. There'll be an underlying piece. And I think the biggest phrase I love in here is learning unforced rhythms of grace, making sure we are not forcing something that God isn't actually requiring of us. So good, Dorinda. That I love, oh, I love thinking about resting in the Lord. Thank you for sharing that, mm-hmm. that verse, those mm, scriptures. That's some of my favorites. So thank you for sharing that. And thank you for just your time here and um, everything on, you know, all the links are in the show notes. Everything that you need to know about Dorenda is there for you to connect with her, um, get your book. Um, and very kindly, Dorenda, you have um, 
offered to give away the four-hour school day, your newest book. So the link will be in the show notes to sign up for that giveaway. Thank you so much. Um, That's very generous of you. And she has two other books, The Unhurried Homeschooler. And um, remind me of your devotional title again. Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart. Yes. And I actually have that. (laughs) So why couldn't I remember the title? I couldn't remember the title because I'm sleep deprived and that's okay. Um, But yes, (laughs) thank you. Thank you, Dorenda. This was just a joy to have you. You are just such a joy to talk with and thank you for sharing your wisdom with us and God bless you. Thank you for having me. I just, I love encouraging moms. And so it's just, it's a delight and an honor for me as well. Thank you, Dorenda. Thanks for listening to Mom's Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today, friend. I'm so grateful for you. Let's connect on my email list. Go to bit.ly forward slash monthly happy mail and we can be email besties. What do you think? Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for being here. Have a joy-filled day. Bye for now. Bye for now.